Previously on Riftwake. The party was drafted to track down a trio of missing models, but Valmir, the most handsome half-elf bard, ended up being the star of the show. Then we met our contact in Jarden and got portaled out to our patron, Elminster Blackthorn. I don't know if I pronounced that right. He gave a party a sending stone to keep in touch as he sent us off towards the next tear. Hi there, my name's Nathan, and I'm the Dungeon Master of Riftwake. I'm Caden, and I play Tarquin Wildingham, the half-elf sorcerer. I'm Josh, and I play Josefi Krakowski, a human paladin. I'm Remy, playing Norlarin Valos, half-drow rogue. I'm Mitch, and I play Valmir Windark, the handsome half-elf bard. We hope you enjoyed this episode, and welcome to Riffwake. <laughs> Yosefi. Yep. As you walk in the streets and uh, Natessa uh, brings you along, Natessa stops and looks up at you and um, gives a little tail wag. I give her pets. I roll 20 to kill her. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I'm joking. No. no. Blood flies over. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Caden, learn your lesson from the dwarf in Vetrum. Don't do that. <laughs> I was like, Natessa, right, yeah. you have to be more careful whenever you're pulling me. You could dislocate my arm, you know? It's, you know, you're a big dog. And um, while, while you're patting this dog, um, walking through the street, um, is a rather, uh, rather well to do lady that is walking with a bodyguard. And she takes note of the wolf, and the large red-headed guard uh, stands beside her to guard her from the dog. I give him a friendly wave. He waves back. Natessa seems to sense something. She seems to be hostile to uh, this woman. Mm, do I smell the scent of evil on this I, woman? I don't think you can do that. <laughs> I can do that. I'm a paladin. This is like dead shit, isn't it? <laughs> The presence of strong evil registers on your senses like a noxious yeah, odor. Here's the thing. Read the next sentence. Well, if she's also good, she also sounds like heavenly music. You are just gonna... <laughs> Read the next sentence. As an action. I'm doing no, no, it as no, no, an no, action. No. Yeah, but after that, there's an important qualifier in the text. Uh-huh. That is not behind total it cover. She's if not. the person is a celestial or elemental or fiend. Or undead. It's not literally good or evil. It will just say if. Yeah, I know, but I want to smell. I want to smell evil. Did you smell the the, the smell of uh, shit wafting up from the sewers? (laughs) Just roll insight, you twat. (laughs) I knew it. (laughs) Jesus. I knew it. Attack the redhead. I'm going to look at. um, Actually, I don't know if I, I don't know if I can use divine sense because it says one plus your charisma modifier. My charisma modifier is a negative one, <laughs> so zero. So I think it's yeah. a minimum one for that. But. It doesn't well, say minimum of one. Normally, it specifically sure. says that. <laughs> but I do Ooh, pretend like I can smell evil, and while I'm smelling evil, I'll roll an insight check. <laughs> an eight. Um, the woman herself doesn't seem like she's. Uh, that dangerous. The uh, large, muscular, uh, red-headed man who is covered, who has a couple like scars and such, seems rather dangerous. But otherwise, um, th- there seems to be nothing I miss. But uh, the Natessa still dislikes the two of them. I'm going to be patting her raised hackles. You know, when they like 
get all bristly on the top. And I'll be like, what is wrong with this? Is everything okay? Do you not be of liking the, um, the do they smell something funny? How, how, what is it? You can talk to me. <laughs> it's just, what the hell? Natessa <laughs> <laughs> um, continues uh, to growl. Alright, I'll, I'll, I'll do that thing where you kind of like move your dog's head away from uh, from what their current uh, what's currently occupying their mind and just have her look at me like, hey, 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 hey. You can't just be growling at someone or whatever it was that you were just doing there. Uh, you can't just be growling at someone just because they uh, they smell different. I mean, sure, maybe he's a dangerous man, but you know, a lot of people are dangerous people. She looks at you in a meaningful way. I don't. What does meaningful <laughs> way mean? Um, he looks at her and says, "Can I pet the big dog?" Who looks at her? The redheaded man. The large redheaded man. I don't know who the red. Um, if you were to pay attention to large this large red-headed, redheaded man, you'll see that he. Um, on his back, he there's ah. a sh- uh, sheath, and within it seems to be a sword made out of glass. Um, I'm I'm going to look at the redheaded man, and I'm going to say, "Oh, I, I don't know. She seems a little bit on guard. I wouldn't want her biting your hand and then her getting in trouble. You know how it is." I'm already taking the risk. It's a big doggy. It is a big doggy. It's that's why I'm like maybe don't take the risk. But I mean, I suppose it. I did give you a verbal warning, so I suppose that covers myself on the legal end of things. <laughs> oh, who's your young he pulls lady out a friend? Big piece of jerky and offers it to the dog. I wave to the young lady friend. Um. So, uh, while while you wave to her, Natessa brightens up at the side of jerky and um allows herself to be pet by uh this large man. Does she seem more upset at the girl than she is at Remy? Remy. Or not Remy's character. Well, Morris. You know, Remy. It's clearly <laughs> Morris. Right. Oh, I don't know his name. Yes, of course. Oh, fuck! So, it's Morris! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> How did you not pick that up? I, I literally was like, okay, Remy's speaking as the guy. He's I was really confused. Like, I didn't pick it up it until is, Remy started talking. It's the delay I, that I, made it perfect. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't get it until Remy started talking a little bit more, and then I was like, "Oh, okay." I forgot Morris yeah, was a I redhead. Morris was a fucking redhead. I was like, "Why the fuck is Remy talking?" And he said, "Glass." I was like, "Did Remy get tired of Nora and just make <laughs> a like, new character?" Oh, this okay, kind of like, kind of sudden. Oh my god! God, you guys, like, Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> So, are, are Morris and Nora going to interact at all in this episode? Because I want to hear that. <laughs> I didn't. Oh, yeah, they're pretty good. Oh, okay. I don't, I don't know. I didn't know this was happening until Nathan just did it. <laughs> I know nothing of what's all happening. Right. Well, this so sounds maybe. opportunity. Does Natessa seem angry at the girl now more so than at the redhead uh, man? Natessa was more wary of the uh, the girl. Oh, okay. Who is your uh, lovely lady friend? He's gonna like bow his head over towards her. Mias, how are you doing? She looks at you with contempt. Nor will walk up <laughs> and just give a short bow. <laughs> Nor Lorin Velos, at your service. Oh, nice to meet you. Ms. Morris. At the, <laughs> at the end of the last episode, wasn't I like tugged away by, like away from the store yeah. by Natessa? 
Yeah, I don't. I, I'm probably so within line of sight of everybody. Yeah, but I'm like, okay, well, you know, maybe she's not the big talker. It's a little rude, but I understand some people that do not do the talk, talk, talk. I personally, I'm a big fan of the talk, talk. Not that, yeah. Well, yeah. well, my name is Sabrina, and this oh, year is Morris. Uh, how I did you not pick up John? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. god. It's almost Hi. like you weren't part of the yeah, show. At all. Oh my god. It's a crossover. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hello, Sabrina. Morris, lovely to see you. Apologies that my big dog is a little bit. Uh, he's like trying to find the right word for it. Because he doesn't want to say aggressive because that makes her seem bad. But like. Uh, like, you know, sometimes she gets a little oversighted. Morris hears something in the distance, and Gore from the hive jumps out of the shadows <laughs> and splits his head <laughs> no, into no. two. <laughs> Gore is nowhere close. He's currently in hand to hold. Be, oh, be yeah. gone. He's fucking dead. <laughs> Sadly, I'm, ver- I'm very sad though. Okay, so Sabrina is going to motion to Morris and says, Eno- Enough of this. We have business. And she's going to continue to walk off. All right, bye with your business. All righty then. I'm gonna wave away. Have a good one. Be well. As they're working off, Tarquin's gonna try and um, get Morris's attention and ask him, "That's a fine sword you've got. Where, where did you get that?" So Morris just like looks back and forth between the party and Sabrina walking away, and he'll like just start like hastily walking in her direction and just kind of yell over his shoulder. There's this kind of dandy guy still over in uh, uh, whatever the fuck it's called, the City of Glass. Um, he's good at the magic-y stuff. Good luck! Alright, thank you. Oh, he seems, he's a nice guy. Nadessa, did you sniff the evil on these people? We don't have to go after them. I'm just wondering if you could, like, just taste it. That'd be a very helpful thing to know. Give me two blinks for yes, they are evil. So currently, Natessa is very distracted by the jerky, so um, she does not respond in any mm-hmm. sort of way. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. He's like, okay, well, and he's like, okay, you enjoy, you enjoy your jerky. We can have this conversation later after you've forgotten all about them. Soon, Natessa calms down, and the party is. Is there anything the party wants wants to do before they head off towards uh, Varnock for the quest that they have been so. requested to do? Is there any magic-y shit in um, oh, sure, the yeah. garden? Because I still have 800 gold on me, or 750, sorry. Well, they have better magic-y shits oh, in, yeah, the city of glass. in the city of glass. Then. We're off to see the wizard. You, you get a flask of infinite mm. meat. No, I'm not a fucking alcoholic. Damn it, man. I should make all my characters alcoholic. Mm-hmm. It'll, it'll even say min Infinite elven wine. Give me your finest elven wine. Imagine it's a wine glass that has the same same thing. Then he accidentally tips it over and it's just like, <laughs> wherever he walks, it's just like a bunch hey, of... My God. Oh my god, it's the worst <laughs> mess. It's just an ocean of never-ending wine. It's like, this, this seems rather decadent. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't believe that this, this is the logical solution here. Oh god, the stains. It's terrible. Just terrible. Oh, that clashes my lavender coat. Oh, pizza. <laughs> so the party looks about for someone who may provide them the service of basically bringing them up the river, uh, the Dragon Blood River, and closer to their destination. Eventually they find a man who is willing to do so, but 
um, the price will be um, a goal for each of the party members and bonus for the um, massive fucking dog. Big dog? Hey, big dog. Is it another gold piece for the big dog? Or is it more than uh, that? Because she eat, will eat enough for two yeah, people, two. so I should probably pay for two persons' two. passage. All right, I will hand him three gold pieces. So, so the person who is paddling the boat slowly takes you up the river. The water moves by, and looking at it, you realize that the waters are all tinted slightly red. Uh, hence, Uh-oh. hence of the the name Dragon Blood <laughs> Lake. This is not this is not odd ah. at all. Um, so would any of you want to do like a nature check so like I can tell you why it's red? I know why, but I'll do it anyway. I would like to do that. I will do an athletics <laughs> check. <It's> also, <laughs> I leap out of the boat and swim all the way faster than the <laughs> boat. Valmir couldn't care less. Neither could Yosefi. Nor would know that blood fruit traditionally grows around <laughs> Dragon Blood Lake and as as of such, it actually t- tints the uh, entire lake and the river that it feeds into um, a shade of red that is reminiscent of blood. And ah, and the blood fruit is that sweet yes. drink, right? That uh, Yosefi had that he was convinced was alcoholic. Yeah, it's kitty cocktail. Though um, yeah. this has also created another effect where when when people get murdered in Vanderville, typically their bodies are tossed into the river as well. Because the red of the river hides a lot of the evidence. Mm-hmm. The classic move, the classic move. So, as you make your way up the river, you're going to eventually pass underneath the Jardin Bridge, which connects um, the t- tiny uh, islet to the rest of the continent. And you're going to see that on the bridge, there's a bunch of guards. Uh, you overhear one of them talking about a terrible troll attack, a couple. Uh, a month back, and you continue on your way. Okay, so the the part the the boat is eventually docked at uh, the riverside and is tied to a tree, and the party um is now about a day's no about three yeah about a day's travel away from Varnot, and the and they they only need to travel for about half a day before they reach the desert. Awesome. All right, let's get going. Just to be on the safe side. Are you all aware of the effect of the desert sands? Oh yeah, very uh, abrasive. It's hot? Oh yes, desert um, is hot or it's cold during the nighttime. Also, sand can get in your eyes and genitals, so be careful for that part. Well, all of that is also true. There's one additional unfortunate aspect to this particular desert. It's magic. Uh-huh. Um, things that die in the desert tend to get back up. There's ah. a bit of an undead issue. Oh, it's a resurrection desert. Okay, well, we'll be careful. More an undead desert. So stay yeah. on your guard. So the party makes their way through the narrow pathway through the trees and eventually find their way into the desert. All the sands are tinted a light purple and a wind blows sending sand into the air. Masking a vast majority of the desert from view. The dunes lay ahead like countless hills that the party slowly trek over. In the distance, the party can see the glint of the glass city, Varnock. Would one of you roll me a flat d20? I shall, fuck. In 11. Okay. Limping towards you, you see eight skeletons 
moving our way through the sands, would you roll initiative, please? Starting off, Valmir. Ooh, I get to go first. Mm-hmm. Uh, shit. I don't know if I want to do like a bardic inspiration for you guys or something, or... Hmm. Take a look at this real fast. No, right. Don't want to use it. Hmm, maybe. No, never mind. I would like to use my fancy hand crossbow Betty. Shoot somebody in the face. Fancy, who am I going to target? Skeleton 3. Target that bastard. Four damage. Great job. <laughs> Shut up. Next up, it's Yosefi. All right, Natessa moves at a rate of 50 feet around. So we are going to explode across the battlefield to the right. Um, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. What we're going to do is we're going to go here. And Yosefi Krakowski is going to uh, cast as a bonus action um, Divine Favor on himself. I press control to select myself, right? No, not Natessa. I need to select me. There we go. And I believe this is a concentration. Yep. And now I am going to have Josefi Krakowski attack this man with his flail, with his holy flail. So stop targeting Josefi Krakowski and roll to hit a 12. A 12 misses the skeleton. All right, that's fine. And then a second Uh, attack. So their AC is 13. 20. That hits. No, actually, it doesn't. 20 Uh, doesn't hit the skeleton. Screw you. (laughs) No, I just couldn't. Uh, woo! Killed so it. So describe how you kill a skeleton. Uh, Josefi Krakowski takes his flail and is spinning it around his forehead as Dentessa runs forward and bashes it across the head as Dentessa runs past it. And the divine energy just explodes out of its skull. Um, and then she's going to keep running a little bit so that way she can bite this boy. Lovely. Mm-hmm. She's going to target skeleton number skeleton one. Skeleton number one. Okay. Natessa is going to target skeleton, mm-hmm. skeleton number one. And she's going to mm-hmm. use a bite. She gets the benefit of pack tactics. So advantage. Woo. Go, girl. Go. There we go. She rolls a crit. Nice. Woo. That's my girl. And she does... Wait, that, that's the wrong one. She <laughs> does a total of 19 damage. The skeleton taking it out. I'll let you, girl. Is dying. That's two for two for the Natessa Yosefi combo. Good, good girl, Natessa. We ride for blood and violence. Oh no! <laughs> well, that is the the god that he serves, yeah. right? Is the True. god of war. Next, Norlin Valos. All righty then. Nor will Vance up a bit, and with his several short bow in hand, try to. Attack skeleton number eight. His arrow will pierce that skeleton, but not quite enough to take it out. So probably broke a rib or so with the arrow, but not enough to fully shatter its chest. Uh, As a bonus action, Nor will cast help to grant advantage uh, to allow Yosefi advantage on skeleton number eight next turn. Next next up. Skeleton 2. Skeleton 2 is going to... Well, yeah, that's two twos. Uh, Skeleton 2 is going to... The skeleton will move 30 feet to Nor and use its short sword to make an attack against Nor. I presume it misses. It misses. A 7 will miss. Yes. Next, Skeleton 3 will proceed to 
amble its way to its snore and stop because it can't go any further. Next up. I totally thought you said skeleton tree. Just just screw my pronunciation. Yes, it's an undead tree. (laughs) Skeleton 8 is going to head to its Natessa and is going... Uh, As a um, mounted combatant, I can have any of the attacks that are directed at her directed at me instead. So it... The skeleton targets. Oh, I have advantage on creatures that are unmounted against me. I it's forgot kind of that. Like a one. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so the skeleton's going to target Yosefi. Heck yeah, it is. And rolls a natural one. Next up, skeleton five. Oh, pissed Is somewhere. <laughs> skeleton five. He's at the yeah, top yeah. left. Let's just double check. Fifty-five. It's going to use its full turn to move here. And that's it. <laughs> um, skeleton 5 moves beside Nor, Nor, and that's its turn. Skeleton 6 does heads towards um, Yosefi, mm-hmm. and that's its turn. And last but not least, mm-hmm. wait, no, that's not last but not least yet. Uh, skeleton 7 is it's dead. dead. <laughs> skeleton 8 <laughs> is not dead. Skeleton 4. Skeleton 4 is right here. Runs up. To Yosefi, and that's its turn. Tarquin, um, next All up, right. Tarquin. All right. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, no, what's your dexterity? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you I have an opportunity <laughs> to use a fireball. spell. Okay, I was gonna, I'm gonna use fireball, but can I? You Do know, it. lightning bolt, right? Lightning bolt. It's got a, it's got a, um, like a mm-hmm. range of 100 uh-huh. feet. And a diameter of uh-huh. five yes. meters. If I positioned myself five feet, sorry, five feet, five feet, uh, yeah, no, that's my bad. But um, if I if I position myself in the right place, would I be able to black all of those skeletons from uh, li- literally all of them? You could probably get like four of them in the line. Because if it's a like, if you, were, you, get, you can get all three of them that are fighting like Nora, well, Nor. theoretically, if it's a five foot um, diameter, then I'd nick all of them. If I cast it in the right direction, then it says any direction. Yes. So I should be able to do that. I mean, if you are if you are where I just moved you, you could probably like hit all four in that top line without hitting any of no, us. I'm not, I want to hit you as well, so I can get all of them. The fu- <laughs> or or yeah, if you or, fireball, no. you'll hit no, everything. I mean, look, I, does um lightning bolt penetrate people? That sounds. <laughs> it does. Yes. It penetrates so it great. And here's the thing. If you just kill four skeletons with the lightning bolt, me and everyone else can take care of the rest of the skeletons. Uh, what if they I go did again. a lightning bolt like this? If it's a five foot diameter, then I would uh-huh. argue that all of the skeletons would be hit, including everyone else. But yeah, but so would me. That's and why I asked Nor. what your dexterity was. I'm assuming it's, it's oh. bad. My dexterity is bad, but it would look cool as fuck. Yeah. So no. Uh, for the record, also, or, it's five foot diameter, not radius. Yes. I'd still argue it hit all of some skeletons, because they're less than half a square away. Yeah. Maybe not skeleton six. Do what Tarquin would. What would Tarquin do? Good question. Yeah. Also, I think my that. character is technically on top of Natessa yeah, like here. True. Mm-hmm. So technically, you could just do a fireball, and I would be the only ally. I do kind of want to get a sextuple kill, because that would be fun. Oh, shit! Fireball has a 20 feet radius. Jesus. Yes. Welcome to Dungeons and Dragons. Is that visible to everybody? Yes. Yes. 
So right, yeah, let's there go, you go. <laughs> so fireball let's would be that. So what does Tarquin do? Casts fireball. Well, wait, Target before everyone. you do that, select <laughs> okay. everything there. Done, including Nor. Yes. Okay. And do I roll a Nor. d20 now? No. Roll cast. Go to your actions, go to <laughs> spells, and press the cast press button the cast next button. to it. Jesus fuck. Okay. And then I materialize a fireball out of my bare hands and... I, I, no, I can't. I can't fucking describe magic. I just, just you can't do it. I, I fireball. I, I can do. I can do it for and it. And they die. Okay, so what Tarquin does is, with a bunch of hand motions, a ball of fire appears in the air above all of the targeted opponents, and down from the heavens, fall, it falls and it strikes the ground, killing all the skeletons in the process, and also kind of hurting Nora as well. As a reaction, Nor will use Uncanny Dodge to have that damage against himself to reduce it from 13 to a mere 6. And that's combat. Yay, I made it shorter. Yosef, you'll saddle up on Natessa over to Nor. He'll give you a little pat on the back with some, uh, with some healing hands. He'll give you 6 health points with the healing hands to top you off. Not bad for the dodging of the fireball. It was very nice looking. It's like you wouldn't even expect you were caught in the center of a raging inferno. Yeah, sorry about that. Um, no, I. It was the only way to kill those skeletons. I imagine he like has that single lock of hair steaming <laughs> and just kind of glaring. Yosefi licks his two fingers and it out. There you go. Just Thank a little you. bit of singe. Just just a little touch. Did the ground around them turn to glass? Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> cool. Wait, isn't that glass so, like super valuable? But valuable? No, it's not actually. No. probably not. It's just a flat thing of glass. It's not even a good flat plane of glass. It's not even at all. <laughs> it's more like a splatter. There's little holes <laughs> in it, covered with zombie goo. Like this, <laughs> it's already beginning to crack. It's so thin. Wait, when we got um magic <laughs> shit from Sil. Then we have to give him like a bunch of arcane magic crystals to do. Yeah, because he lost it. All right. Also, we didn't like do the, that. Like, you know, the other people, the better party. No, I meant like yeah, the, the other party. Yeah. All right. Well, that was a pretty good fight with some zombie boys. You know, like uh, you want to continue going to the the city? Ah, uh, yes, that would probably be the whose name escapes me. Yeah, the Varnet and Varnet. The Darkwind's kind of Var- Varnet. There we go, Varnet. So I'm assuming Nora is just kind of giving him a death glare, which. You're not wrong. Tarquin will just wake up in the middle of the night, bleeding from the neck. Jesus. Just, with Nora looking down with a slight smile on his face as he bleeds That's out. That's a bit uh, so, a <laughs> Okay, well. <laughs> then Nor just shakes his head and just keeps walking. <laughs> Wakes up from the reverie. <laughs> yes. He's like, oh, that was a nice daydream. Oh. Just, an, just a nice intrusive thought. It's like a... Just fun. Just for fun. Uh, hello, CC. Well, the, the party continues to head towards the glint. And, the, and eventually they re- arrive at Varnock. <coughs> as magnificent as the city looks, there's something most odd. The streets are empty, and nobody is currently outside. Quarantine. No. What What time of day, day is it? Oh, hmm, that is pretty strange. All right. So then Nor will pull out the disc that was given to us by Blackthorn. Uh, 
and he will <laughs> activate the device and just say, uh, actually, what is it, like the proper title to address him by? Sir. Uh, Exemplar Blackthorn. Hey, like, dude. What title does he yeah, professor? professor. What title does he professor. use? <laughs> Doctor <laughs> Professor Mister Professor Mister Lord Exemplar Mister Doctor Professor Lord Exemplar. <laughs> it's all like so many titles to use. Doctor Sir Lord and Ex- <laughs> Doctor Sir Lord Exemplar Professor. Okay. All right. Anyway, guys. Yeah. So he'll activate the disc and then just speak into it. Uh, professor Blackthorn, we've arrived to the city of Varnock. Where are we to go? And it takes a while, but eventually you hear a reply, and um, Blackthorn says, I want you to find the source of the events that have been happening in Varnock. I believe you shall soon see on the uh, effects. And as he's talking to you about this, looking at the buildings, eventually you're going to realize that there's a silhouette in one of the walls. And paying closer attention and looking into the glass, a face stares back at you. Its eyes empty, its face, its mouth agape, horror in its eyes. And what is in the glass is a dead woman. She appears to be relatively poorly dressed and um, basically seems to be in a state of shock. She's clearly been dead for a while, but somehow has herself trapped in the glass. Moving still or still? Dead. Well, I thought dead things rise in the yes, desert. But I don't know if you can move if you're yeah, entirely in covered glass. in glass. Oh, she's she's completely... In, it's not like a glass box she's in. She's, in she's completely wall. surrounded in glass. Ah. In the glass wall of a building. Can I roll perception to see if I can take a guess to how she died? Sure, go ahead. Uh, she probably suffocated to death in a glass really? wall. Good observation. And I can help you with that to oh, give fuck. you a That's in the 20... <laughs> Uh, okay. Oh, never mind. No advantage, and you give me as one. I don't need it. I don't need your advantage. I am advantage. <laughs> so, with that twenty-two, looking you know around exactly and looking name. at and kids. No, Which looking around, one? looking at the different um, ways that these bodies have been um, placed in these walls. Some of them, you, you seem to gather that. Something has been pulling them into the glass. What? Yeah, pulling them into the glass. Oh, something's been pulling people into solid panes of glass. <laughs> That's a como se dice not bueno. I share this. Well, uh, magic users, do, do y'all um, have any idea what might be doing this? Um, I don't. Because I got no, to be honest, I'm pretty stuck. Do I? <laughs> I'm a magic key person. Alright, thanks for the information. Um, here's the thing, is that based on what you can see, you can't gather much actual, like, you can't actually think of anything that couldn't possibly do this. Arcana. It's, Piss. No, it's too peculiar. Alright, well... Well, y'all we, we know? Deep questions. How many figures do we see? Um, looking around and quickly counting them, you will notice that there are about maybe seven or so people trapped in the glass. Which, though though it's a rather large amount of people just looking at it, it's uh, nothing compared to the town's full population. But they generally seem to be within this area. Do you think it would be wise to, to, to shout and be like, Hello? Would any of us have been here before and might know anybody? That's up to you. Do, do any of you know 
anything about Vana? Uh, I know my character probably would have been through so there at some he, point. Josefi Krakowski did not get out very much um, from his small hamlet that he was responsible for protecting. Okay. Nor? So, one? Probably not. I don't have a backstory, but for the sake of convenience, <laughs> no, I haven't been here. According to my character, yeah, Nor would have spent more time. time in the Elven. Nor would have spent more time in the Elven parts, so he would not have been around here well, before. Um, Volmir, uh, let me tell you what what seems to be different. For one, normally it's a lot more. Um, there's a lot more people about, and I mean that's that's pretty clear. But uh-huh. oh, you could say there's, there's just about as there's actually um, a few more people here than there are usually because they're all hanging out in the glass. But um, <laughs> no, there are a lot fewer people here. And one thing you're gonna realize very quickly is that some of these people in the glass, you think you recognize them, uh, perhaps seen them once or twice before. Ah. So where are we in yeah, the town right now? Owes me money. Uh, you've just entered the town. Yeah, we're at the entrance. Pretty close to the entrance. Oh, I say we go in and investigate further. I mean, if this is what the entrance to the town looked like, imagine what like town center looks like, where there's like a bunch of people congregating all the time. I would like to go investigate the weapon shop and investigate um, some nice stuff into my pocket. Wait, maybe. Can I preemptively cast mage armor? Right. Yes. Wait, shit! I don't have that anymore. <laughs> Fuck. Okay. Well. <laughs> Okay, never mind. <laughs> it sucks to suck. Well, right. you know, it's perhaps we... Perhaps it is not the wisest looter. decision to begin looting. I'm not looting nothing. I'm uh, investigating things. No, you're, by definition, you're looting. Hey, if ain't nobody here, it's okay. That's not accurate. I'm the only person whose name we know here is this Sill. So we'll search his shop to try to find him, to gather information. All right, where's Sill's shop? Well, it's been a while since I've been here. Can't quite I say, say I remember. Somebody, but so, um, so can I? I'm gonna knock on the glass the that someone's trapped in. Moves, no, it doesn't. <laughs> see if the zombie. See if the zombie eyes like react. Like if the eyes shift towards me. There, there's absolutely no movement. I'm kind so of. So what we get is most likely every single bit of air that could have been there is filled up my glass and so it can't move at all even if it may be a zombie so it's oh. probably dead just like can like, i cast enhanceability on um Natessa? 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 yeah you could i mean you could what are you I doing know. it's <laughs> country i don't know some shit could be going on might as well kablingus there you go uh, you're welcome Natessa. Okay, so the dexterity yeah, advantage. Doing giving your pet dexterity, John. He gave her advantage on all dexterity checks, and it doesn't take falling damage for twenty mm. feet or less. It's useful if she gets yeah. teleported into the air. Yeah, Valamere, should we just call out to see if anyone alive would respond? I did ask uh, if that was wise. Uh, seems a little creepy with uh, no one around at the moment. This situation is very creepy. Probably should be quiet for a bit first and then uh, go from there. Like You, you see Josefi Krakowski in the background of that scene. Like He's taking his flail out and he has it behind his head like he's about to hit the glass and then he hears Valmer say that and he just drops it. Alright, okay. <laughs> quiet it is. Quiet it so is. What the party is eventually going to stumble oh, no. across is this little shop called Sylvain's Special. So... Looking, 
looking into the store, like standing where you are, you can hear a bit of sound coming from within. And looking through the glass wall, uh, which unfortunately has a dead person right in front of it, uh, you can see an elf uh, busy with something within. Hmm. Nor will knock on the glass. The elf visibly jumps and runs away. A couple minutes later, inside? No, right, like he's inside, but he runs to the to, to into the basement. And maybe a couple seconds later, you, okay. you see him peep from behind the thing and realize that there are customers. Norwaves. And he opens the door. Uh, hi. Uh, is, is there anything you need? Yeah, you uh, know, a couple yes. of couple of questions for you, and uh, you know, maybe some maybe some sweet weaponry here. You know, uh, okay. Also, who's with all the dead people in glass? That that I'm I'm not I'm I'm not too sure about why they have appeared here, but it might have something to do with the child. Um, the child that there was something. Anyways, come in, come in, and he's going to quickly wave you all in. Well, you very much just glossed over the child thing, but I'll, I'll come in. Yeah, he closes the door behind you and says, "Yes, yes. Um, so there's been a creature, um, of dark energies that has been basically terrorizing the town, and 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 the 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 it it can move through the walls and it 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 drags people into them. What? Yes." It's something uh, of a... Uh, how long has this been going on? Only for like the past week that this has begun. Trash unit? Well, it, it, it seems to be incorporeal to some extent. I, I've tried to ward it off and, um, well, you see what happened and he's going to wave at the body that's stuck in the um, wall and he's going to say, it, it's it's pretty terrible considering that this right here was... um was Terry, a frequent customer of mine. He really loved my some of my things that I made. Yeah, glass dildo. Sorry. Wait, how thick are these glass walls? So the walls are like about half a meter thick. Oh, oh. I'm gonna roll insight because I don't, I don't like him. Okay. Seventeen. He seems to be telling the truth, and you right. know that he's very nervous. Why are you so? Has anything been shown to stop or slow down this child? About the child, um, so what, what, what seems to have happened was a, a, cu- a couple in town recently, there was an accident and an infant died. Oh, like a, like a, like a yes. baby child, like not like a child. Like I thought you had been like a seven-year-old or... Actually, I didn't know if you meant child, like literally a child, or if it was just something that looked like a child. Well, that, that, that kind of is what it is now. So there you go. But then the next day, it well, they they could hear crying and they, they saw it and they just thought they 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 thought that the gods had given them a, a second chance. But then the next day, they were found stuck, petrified in walls of dead. And soon it just happened across everywhere in town. And he's going to um basically wave you downstairs. In, into this room that's absolutely covered from ceiling to floor and on the walls with runes and uh, shards of the arcane all which are glowing at this current moment and he says recently I've made a a um a focus that allows the user to see traces of this creature that can go through these wall through, through the walls and then 
I, I think the child is located where it it, it was be- before it died. And he's going to describe and tell you where it is. And he's going to say, but a creature watches over the child. And I've also managed to pick up something most disturbing. It appears that within the home that which this child got this dark power, a tear in reality leading to some dimension overwhelmed by death has has opened. And he's going to swallow and... Sorry, you said creature and child. There's not simply one being? I don't think so anyways. Other adventurers have tried to take out the creature when it attacked them. And they managed to scare it off, but it always comes back. So I think the solution may be just to remove the child. Okay. Uh, Why don't we remove the child and the rift? Or the wake? Or the, the, the tear? And is, is there any protection from this monster that we could use? Because I'm not really in the mood to be suffocated in a wall. It doesn't exactly sound like a pleasant experience. Is there any way we could, you know, be protected against that in any way? Before we go running to destroy a child's body? That, that does not sound good, man. Jesus. No. <laughs> 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 that winces as a wordy. As long as you don't just edit in afterwards with this penis. <laughs> Destroy a child with a penis. Oh, God. Sounds fun. Well, 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 well here's the thing, right? Um, the, I've, I've tried a multitude of ways, but there really isn't a good way to do that. So you said that it was scared off before. What did it run from? Was it swords, fire, other the, magic? The, there was a paladin that went through town, and he managed to scare it off for long enough, but he had other business. Well, I think we could help you here, but... Yeah, all we gotta do is find ourselves a paladin. Hi! <laughs> I never well, did quite know what you did. What are you talking... I... I what? Did you not Look, see I'm what not I, gonna I, lie, I did? I don't pay too much attention sometimes. I... In the last fight, I ran up with my uh, my weapon glowing with holy energy, blasted a couple of skeletons, and then I also divinely healed Mr. Nor here. You didn't pay attention to Which any I of appreciate. those? There were, there yeah, were no, several really things. Know. What the heck? Well, okay, well, we got the paladin that we need, so that's good, right? Unless we need a bigger paladin. Um, did he give us the directions already? Wait, um, I have a few things. Um, say to Sil before we go. First, is this Sil? Sil? This is Sil. This is Sil, right? This is Sil. So, firstly, yes. do oh, I okay. realize <laughs> nobody was nice enough to ask his name? Do I realize that he sells weapons? Given we're in an arcane room where he, you, you do realize that he does sell weapons and magical qualities. So, so I want to say to Sil, okay, we're more than happy to help you. And given the danger of this mission, I would like to come to a deal. Given we're risking our lives and everything we have to help your town here, I think it's more than fair that in the future, if we ever come back here for some of your fine ways, we could have a discount. Well, well, that that could have been the thing, but the paladin that came true, well, he he had a he he was very angry and destroyed most of my equipment. Um, what he he said what? he Why? he, he said evil? something about his flask getting. Having a thing drawn in it, and I, when I told him that I did it, he he, he was so angry <laughs> that he destroyed most of my shards. 
So what you're telling is uh, you can't help us out? Sorry? So what you're saying is you can't help us out right now? No, because I'm I'm current. I mean, I, I don't mind uh, doing a favor for a friend here, but, uh, you, know, and, you know, once you're back up on your feet, I expect a little, you know, quid pro quo, eh? Who do what? You know, a little uh, reciprocity. It's all don't worry about it. Rep. Reciprocity. He's give us some shit. Ah, you were expecting payment. Well, I mean, we're not only helping this man, we're helping the entire city. So I imagine the city will provide some payments as well. That gives me an idea. Uh, What? Sil, are there any higher ups around the town still? Is there anyone around the town still? with authority here. Yeah, but anyone around the town is also a good question. Well... There was the mayor, but he kind of died. There was only the mayor okay. in town? He was the only other well, person? He, t- t- the, the mayor well, was the person in charge, but um, the, the, the creature got him. So how many so people are in charge after him? him? Currently, it's one of the town's guard, because the remaining people of authority have left to the capital to find assistance. All right, and where can we find this captain? And he's going to tell you where to find him. So, assuming that they're agreeable, if we use the currently unused town resources to help get you back on your feet, would you be more amenable to a deal once we arrange such? That 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 that, that would definitely be preferable. Excellent. Then I believe that we can all help each other. So, we should meet with this captain of the guard, and then, once we have that information, deal with this. As the party says this and begins and, and uh, leaves the shop and walks off, behind them, the elf continues to manage his wares. And then he looks out in the street and notices a shadow move. And soon, the elf is pulled into a wall, screaming out for help. That's it for today. Thanks for listening to Arc 2, Episode 3 of the Riftwake Podcast. Please leave us a review and give us five stars on iTunes. Also support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash Podcast. Tiers start as low as a dollar and even that much really helps us out. Supporters get benefits such as behind-the-scenes content, early access to episodes, access to the Patreon Discord where you'll be able to chat with the cast, and even a shout-out on the show. Find us on social media on Twitter at Riffwake Podcast, on Facebook as Riffwake, and on Reddit on the subreddit r slash Riffwake Podcast. And now send us an email, Podcast at gmail.com. Have a good one. Bye. It's actually episode four, not episode three. God damn it, Nathan.